Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Legalpreneur Podcast. Hopefully, you have kind of noticed some changes. Number one, today's episode came out a day late. That is totally my bad. My apologies. It's been one busy week, but here we are. We are coming to you on a Wednesday and hopefully you noticed our new cover art. I am in love with the new cover art. I hope you are as well. If you have not already entered the giveaway, make sure you stay tuned to the end to learn how to enter. Now, today's episode is something that I've just feel really called to talk about because I don't know if there's something in the water or what, but... Today's episode is about cancel culture and defamation. So let's get right into it because we have a lot to talk about. I have had so many people come to me lately, basically asking for advice, what to do when somebody writes this post, long post about their business, they make a TikTok video, they put it on Facebook, Instagram, wherever they write a blog post about it. And all the, all my clients that have come to me, They're like, what do I do? Do I respond? Do I ignore it? Is this defamation? Can I sue them? Like, what's the deal? That's what we're getting into. And quite frankly, most of the time, it's not defamation. Defamation is when there is a false statement made about somebody or a business. And typically, you can only sue for defamation or slander or libel, same thing, if there is monetary harm. So if it doesn't monetarily harm your business, then there's really nothing you can recover. Defamation, it's a very widely used word. It's just like copyrights and trademarks, how those words get intertwined and mixed up. Defamation is widely used. It's a a lot of the times it's misused. And I want to make sure you understand what it is first. Essentially, defamation is just ruining someone's reputation. It's damaging their good reputation. If you sue somebody for defamation, whatever was said, whatever was written, it has to be provable as true or false. And that's really what I tell clients. When you're thinking something is defamation, think, can this be proven as true or false? Or is it an opinion? Because if it's an opinion, it is not defamation. It is purely an opinion. Sometimes when I tell people things, I'm I'm very careful with my words to make sure it is actually an opinion and not something that can be proven as true or false. Now, if it is something that, that can be proven as true or false, then it could be defamation. If that statement is true, well then it is actually not defamation. It's not defaming because it's something true. So even if you get upset about something, if somebody says, oh, they're the worst business in the world, they cost me a million dollars, I hate them, da 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 and you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is defamation, like they're ruining my business, telling people I cost them so much money, and they hate me, I'm the worst business ever, and you want to sue these people for defamation, 
if they can prove that you literally cost them a million dollars, there's nothing you can do because it's true. 100% it's true. So if somebody ever writes something badly about you, and I'm not telling you this so you know how to construct a negative post about somebody else, always I want to spread love and kindness. But if somebody writes something negative about you or your business, I'm sure the first thing that's going to come to mind is, oh my gosh, this is defamation. But it may not be. So think to yourself, is is this something that can be proven as true or false or is it an opinion? Now, besides the whole defamation thing, slander, libel, all that fun stuff, then there's the reaction that you get, like, should I respond? What do I do? How do I defend myself? And this is what most of the clients that come to me, this is what they want to know. We get over the conversation, hey, it's probably not defamation or maybe it is, but it's just not worth it to sue or do anything about. Then we get to the conversation of what do we do? Do you respond? Do you write your own post? More times than not, the answer is going to be don't do anything. Don't respond. Don't react to the post. Don't do anything. And (laughs) maybe you've learned a thing or two lately about Rachel Hollis, or you've learned a thing or two from Rachel Hollis, which is how not to respond to things and how not to say things on social media. She has been basically the subject of a lot of negative publicity. I'm not going to say it's warranted or unwarranted. That is your opinion, but you can learn a lot from Rachel Hollis about how not to project your employees, how to not have their back. As of lately, Rachel Hollis is a great example of this. And quite frankly, you should just not respond because it can hurt you on so many different levels. And no matter what you do, no matter what you say, when you do respond or react to what's being negatively said about you, somehow it's going to hurt you. Somehow it will hurt you. You could say the wrong thing and be hurt by these people. You can say the right thing and then these other people will be hurt. So the best thing typically is to just not respond. Every situation is different though. I just finished with a phone call with a client where I literally told him, I'm like, look, every situation is different. One client I had, there was no feedback on the post. It was a Facebook post, very long, very negative, And it actually did amount to defamation. But I told him, look, there's no shares here. There's a few people commenting, but really it's not like there, it's not garnering the attention that they wanted. So just leave it alone. Act like you never even saw the post. Then there was another client who there was hundreds of people that were commenting, sharing. So this one wasn't, I wouldn't say it went viral, but I would say mini viral. And especially in her industry, it went viral. And in that situation, I told her, look, you can respond or you don't have to. It's completely up to you. Just know that no matter what you do, no matter what you say, you will get some pushback. You will get some negative reactions. It's always weighing the pros and cons and what you think is best. But if you decide to respond, I always tell people, lead with love and state facts. As an example, if somebody writes this long post, like just saying, oh, I had the worst experience with this business, da 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 And a lot of times this is how I tell people to respond to reviews on Google, Facebook, whatever. Thank you so much for your feedback. We value everything that we hear from our customers, clients, 
And we are taking this to heart. We're going to be looking into implementing these changes or we are going to be implementing changes. And, you know, if they state things wrong and say, this is actually what happened, you know, thank you so much for your feedback. You say this happened, but it's actually this what happened. And make sure it's something that's provable because that can also be taken the wrong way is like, hey, you're not taking my side. The customer's always right. I know 100% the customer's not always right. But sometimes you have to be careful with your words when responding to reviews, responding to the long negative posts. So my piece of advice here is first, figure out whether it's defamation. Then typically it's not even worth it to even send a letter to say, hey, this is defamation, take it down or we'll sue you. Typically it's not worth that. And then if you want to respond or not, look at the attention that it's garnering. If you decide, yes, it's worth it for me to respond, lead with love and state facts. You guys, I hope this was super helpful for you. Something is in the water and I've been getting a lot of these questions lately. So hopefully this is very helpful for you. If you have questions, feel free to reach out and make sure to enter our giveaway. All you have to do is screenshot this episode, upload it to your Instagram stories, tag us, and let us know your favorite part of this episode. And that's it. And you can win some awesome PayPal cash. Alrighty, you guys, I'm out. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And yeah, let me know what you're up to. Feel free to reach out on Instagram, TikTok, all the things. Love you. Bye. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner and it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.